<laughs> Welcome to this special episode. This is something that is going to be really exciting. We've got a collaboration today. Yeah, we do. So we have the amazing Thousand Voices here. Introduce Thousand, yourself for the Thousand, people. Thousand Voices, Business and Banter. Let's do it. Tevin, um, if you're on a Thousand Voices listener, you know who I am. <laughs> if you're Business and Banter, maybe not. Uh, but yeah, Thousand Voices, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. Uh, podcast, we're on a mission to interview 1,000 black British changemakers. Love that. And that's who we are. That's what we're about. We're trying to drive proper, tangible change in the UK. Cool. Hi. Who's <laughs> 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 in the intro? <laughs> I know, yeah. How are we, how are we going to intro? I've, I've never done a collab episode before. Oh, really? You've just no. done ones on your own? Yeah, just on myself. You Don't guys worry. are the pros. Listen, <laughs> we're the pros. We're just we're trying to make it out here. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I introduce myself. My name's Tara. I am one half of Business and Bantar. And of course, this is my amazing co-host, Naomi. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a podcast called Business and Banter, as you know. Um, the aim of the podcast really is just to bring people knowledge um, based on the things. Sorry, that... sorry. Can I just jump in? Are we introducing an audience though? Are we saying hello to the audience and not introducing the show first? Before we Wait, this is why you're good at <laughs> interviews. <and> I'm, <laughs> I'm not... you just jump in there. Get it. So hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this special episode. This is something that is going to be really exciting. We've got a collaboration today. Yeah, we do. So we have the amazing Thousand Voices here. Introduce thousand, yourself for thousand, the people. Thousand Voices, Business and Banter. Let's do it. Tevin, um, if you're on a Thousand Voices listener, you know who I am. <laughs> if you're <laughs> Business and Banter, maybe not. Uh, but yeah, Thousand Voices, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. Uh, podcast, we're on a mission to interview 1,000 black British changemakers. Love that. And that's who we are. That's what we're about. We're trying to drive proper, tangible change in the UK. And I feel like there's a lot of people out here doing a lot of good work whose work hasn't been amplified the way it should be amplified. So 100%. 100%. That's, that's, that's what we're about and that's what we're doing. Yeah. Happy to have you guys here. Man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having us. <laughs> we're nice. happy to be here. Like, it's yeah. nice, man. We've just been saying how much we we yeah. always want to collaborate with people and obviously the setup is amazing. So oh, thank, thank you. you. Love thank what you guys are doing as well. Thank you. Yeah. You've like, you done, you done a live show after your first season. Oh right? my gosh, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did do a live show. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Naomi. I'm one half of Business and Banter and this is the other half. My name is Tara. And we half. did, at the end of last year, we did our first ever live show, which was really exciting. I didn't remember how much I actually enjoyed event planning. So yeah. it was actually really good to get back into because yeah. we both worked in events separately before. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the podcast live show was really good. If you yeah. haven't seen it, guys, go on to the Business of Man our YouTube channel. It is there for you to rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, how'd, how'd you go about doing that? Um, do you know what Tara has a? Tell them a little bit about networking, children, and I think that will explain ah. how we got into doing the live podcast. Okay, yeah. So um, I have an, a brand called Network and Chill. So I created the brand just to bring bring people that enjoy like you know, party vibes and um, just enjoyment, but mixing it in with business, you know, how to kind of set up your own, like, yeah. So it's basically the the slogan, so to speak, is we bring the vibes 
Oh, we bring the knowledge, you bring the vibes. So it's kind of just a mixture of having a networking party um, as well as having panellists that will, of course, uh, you know, explain about how they started their business and just the everyday person because I feel like a lot of the reason why people didn't go to kind of events that were just solely based on business is because they found it boring. Mm. So I wanted to create that environment where we're going to have a vibe, we're going to have a little party afterwards, but then also come and learn something. You know, there's a lot of people out there that want to start their own business or want to do something for themselves that don't know how to do it. So that was just the environment for people to do both. Nice. I have a lot of party friends. <laughs> so <laughs> it kind of yeah. got my friends that like to party into business as well. So yeah, so Network & Chill um, was where it started for me with events. Um, and then, of course, myself and Naomi started Business and & Banter. And um, I just remember the day Naomi called me and she was like, we should do an event. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said, we should do a launch event, you know. We've decided to do something. And I was like, we both do events. Like, let's do this so that people know that we're serious about it. So that's what it was for us, just to us investing in ourselves and in our brand, just to show, like, this is what we're doing. Come and see it live in the flesh so that you can get hooked and continue watching the podcast. Proper, yeah. proper go-getters, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like, let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Cool, let's do it. Actually, <laughs> let's yeah, do yeah. it. And literally, that's just how it happened. Like, we... Started, we well, Naomi came with the idea, and I was just like, Yep, this is great. And then I think within about six weeks, um, we had the event, it was really, really good. We got a, a lot of people that came and um, gave great feedback. So it's something that, um, hopefully we'll be having another one in the works soon. So, yes, gonna be bigger as well. So, nice, can't wait for that. Nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, let's talk, let's talk, yeah. Let's talk so, about like. It. Balancing podcasting side hustles yes. with life oh. <laughs> and work and stuff. Like, how are you lot doing it? It's not easy. <laughs> what, 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 what do you do outside of podcasting? Um, you can go first. I mean, to be honest, yeah, with the podcasting, like, I, so for me personally, I'm a parent. So I, I have a, a young child and obviously doing the podcast as well as kind of trying to work and balance the parent life. Um, it was it was a difficult thing to start off, but then I think when me and Naomi had the idea, we knew that whatever we need to do to make it work, we'll make it work, and it has so far. Um, in terms of starting the podcast, when oh gosh, May last yeah. year, so it was last year May we started the podcast. Um, we have had a whole season plus the live show, of course, um, and yeah, we started out by just talking about what we do um, and how we've kind of gone about life. Um, both myself and Naomi have kind of done a lot of different businesses and we've had a lot of ideas um some of which we're still doing um and yeah it was just basically giving people that insight to what we do and then we just started collaborating as well with people so we've done a few collaboration episodes which you can check out on our youtube um so yeah that's um that's really kind of what we started off with any more to add (laughs) so outside of work i mean outside of the podcast um i work as an accountant and I trade and I'm just a full-time lifer because we all do <laughs> <laughs> I like that, full-time lifer. Life to keep you busy, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> keep me busy, man. Um, so, yeah, I, like Tara said, it, the podcast was something that we really wanted to do. So, well, I'm, I'm very much a person if, and it, I don't think this just applies to me. This is just how I see people. If you really want to do something, you always find the time. Mm. So my thing is, I wanted to do the podcast. I decided I was going to do the podcast. So I was going to find the time. Mm-hmm. So it for me, it was just more, okay, this is an extra thing that I have to make time for. What do I have to move around to make sure that I've got time for it? So 
I would like to think I'm quite organised, so I'm able to slot things in and make it work and not affect other things too much. You know, like, I hate what you're saying with making, finding time. You know, you know, you want to do something, you'll find time. And I agree in principle. Mm. It's not always easy, though. No, so no it's not easy. I'll tell you, like, with myself. So I work in sales full time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's long hours. It's in mm. finance. So, you know, finance, you don't, you don't work short hours. They, they, they work you. They work. So we yeah. work long hours. Yeah. I do the same as you. I work in yeah. sales as well. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't live in London. Well, I live. I grew up in London, but I live now. I live in Essex. Okay. Got married and moved out there, and as you do. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Live a good life. Yeah. <laughs> so the commute as well is kind of long. So I wake up early. I commute in. I'm in London most of the time, and then commute back. And then the time, the time to do like the podcast and the stuff. That's the real passion. It's limited and it's mm. tough. It's only recently because I've always been a guy here yeah, that when I put my heart to something, I'll just do it. Yeah, and I'll work. I'm not. I'm not scared of hard work. I'll put in the work I'll put yeah. in the hours and I'll be tired it is what it is but if my heart's on it I'll put in the work mm. it's only recently though yeah like the, f- the first time I've literally in my life I feel that I felt like I started to crack yeah well, I was tired yeah. tired as Burn hell out. it's real you I know I was, coming, I was coming from the studio what happened I can't I don't know either there was an issue I can't remember exactly maybe there was an issue or something but for whatever reason I was leaving late and I was tired. Like, mm. I was super, when I say super mm. tired. Yeah. yeah. Not like you, I Ready to like, fall asleep on the train. I, 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 I could have easily just sat on the train. Head bobbing and everything. I was tired, man. <laughs> I just called it on Mrs. And I was like, and then not even to the same, not even to the same, just to complain, really. Just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I called, I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> I wait, and I think I missed my train as well. It was like, you know when it was like oh, zero degrees? So much yeah. is going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. You know this, train was heartbreaking. You know when oh, a few yeah. years ago, it was like zero degrees? Oh, no. So I'm out there, yeah, no. I missed the train. I'm standing there, I'm like, I was cold, I was yeah, tired. No, I called, no. I was like, I'm tired, man. I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> that was it. I'm tired. But I was mashed up. I was mashed up, man. Yeah, yeah. And I get it, that's what I'm saying. I get it. Like, I can put in the work here, but it's tough man when you're tired you're tired when you're oh, juggling 100%. Yeah. Don't, I, I think that makes days. it sound easy yeah. when I say it but it, <laughs> it's, it's not easy to make time and mm. I think we all know that it takes uh, commitment and it takes like them, there's been times for example where I've missed my train I've literally just been like I don't want to do nothing anymore like, yeah I'm, I'm like gone. the day's finished work. yeah I'm not doing anything I've everything finished <laughs> I don't want to work why would you why would you have a job like, I'm literally over this I'm whole done. life like what is this yeah. <laughs> I'm over Trust this me. whole thing Trust I have me. like literally I have days where I'm just like no this ain't it this mm-hmm. really ain't it it could take one thing to send me over but I think it's just having that also having that level of like you said maybe passion or for me, I think it's just it. For me personally, it's just self control of being like, okay, stop throwing your toys at the tram, babe. We still got stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, no, so for me, like you said, on them days, like you said, go to your person, run. Yeah, I am one. I'm someone I need to run. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm that guy because I need yeah. to get this out. Yeah, I can proceed with my day, but that's like I feel like you got to find your thing. Like some people just exercise. Like I've got friends like oh, if they're annoyed or they've had a bad day, like they will go gym. Whereas I'm the kind of person, if I've had a bad day, like I said, I don't want to do anything anymore, so I'm not going to him. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah. you find your thing that gets you through those rough times or those really hard times, I think that's what it, what's important. Making sure you have that thing yeah. that will get you through if you are really passionate about something. But I also think that if you are if you don't have the passion, sometimes you don't even have the... Um, the drive to find the thing that keeps you going. Yes. And so you maintain stuck in a rut. And that's why I also think it's quite important that people do something that they're actually passionate about. Otherwise mm. you you will just 
stay in that rut. Yeah. Which unfortunately a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. Have your why. Have the reason why you're doing what you're doing. Like yeah. uh, I think when me and Naomi first met, um, I think we, we told you already, but um, we met uh, through network marketing. And I remember that was the one thing that they kept saying, like, you have to have a reason for why you want to make money. Like, it's great to make money. It's great to have money. But what are you going to do with it? Who's going to benefit if you have it? Like, what's the point of it? Mm. So for me personally, anyway, my my why is my daughter. So everything I do, I'm like, if I can make a better life for her, yes, I'm going to be tired. And yes, I'm going to have those days where I don't want to do it. But if I do it, how much better is this going to be for her? A lot better than me not doing anything at all. So if you have that reason for why you're doing what you're doing, yes, you're going to have those bad days. But I also feel like I'm glad that me and Naomi started this together because I don't feel like I could do a podcast on my own. Like I genuinely feel like I would, maybe I'll be able to do it, but then I need someone there. I think me and Naomi kind of have a, two different ways of thinking. Sometimes I need her to tell me, listen, get it together. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, this is happening, but it's not, it's not impossible. Let's just do it. Like find the time we're going to do it. And I need that. And equally as much, I hope that I can do that as well because I feel like I'm, I'm quite a, like encouraging. Like I'll be like, it's yeah. okay. It's going to be fine. We're going to get through it. Okay. I know you're tired, <laughs> yes. but it's fine. Just get the next train. All right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I'm glad that we started this together because it was an idea that I think we both had individually. And then we randomly spoke about it. Like we just said, Oh yeah. I was like, I've always wanted to start a podcast. I was like, yeah, me too. And then Business and Banner was born. That was it. Yeah. And I was just, it was just so nice to have someone that was passionate about the same thing as you, um, you know, that wanted to get it done. And this is why having someone that understands the journey, we've both been on similar journeys in terms of business, in terms of knowing what it takes to get to where you want to be, which is why we understand hard work. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but then also we got to be smart about it. Work smart, not hard as well, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, that's my favourite slogan. Mm. Work, oh, smart, not work hard, smart, not hard. Yeah, it. because we don't, we don't allow it. Hard work is not for me. Only so much time in a day, man. Literally, <laughs> honestly. Only working, honestly. Only working hard the whole life. Exactly. Well. <laughs> you don't want that. We don't yeah. want that. We still want to enjoy. And yeah, this is why, yeah. again, why we're doing what we're doing because we want to enjoy life. Me and Naomi do a lot of enjoyment. <laughs> we have a, <laughs> we do a lot of enjoyment. Like, and I feel like, Having the podcast also gives us an opportunity to show what we do outside of the podcast as well. You know, we we travel together, like we go to events together, um, you know, obviously podcasts and everything. So we do a lot of things together outside of the podcast, but it fuels our kind of passion for the podcast, if that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. it's it's, it's, I guess it's important to have something other than like, because you don't want it to turn into work. Exactly. It's, it's a passion project, but you don't want it to turn into That's it. work and it feels like an extra job on top of your job. Yeah. And you're talking about the why, but if you spoke about the why, which is very important. And like, it reminds me of like, do you guys know... Um, Simon Sinek, he wrote, he's this guy, he wrote this book called Start With Why, but he's got, and he's got a TED talk, but there's this line in his TED talk, yeah, that's so good. So he talks about um, Martin Luther King. So when he'd done his speech, um, the I Have a Dream speech, yeah. and he talks about how um, he started with why, and that's why I was so powerful. So he spoke about why he's doing what he's doing, why he believes what he's doing, mm-hmm. and that's why I was so powerful. And then the line that I like in that is that he didn't come start, he didn't come and say, I have a plan, mm-hmm. and then tell you your plans. I have a dream. Yeah. He tells you his why, and people are like, yeah, I believe that, and they connect into it. Yeah. But you've got to have like a, a reason and a why, like something that's really driving you mm-hmm. to do what you do. 100%. And on that, yeah, because like, I think with that, it's um, for some people, maybe it's come nat- somewhat naturally, I suppose, or when they're younger or whatever. For other people, you might still be on the journey of trying to discover why, what what is it inside of you? What is it that 
you want to do because not everybody has that mm. for myself it's been a journey of self-discovery like, yes a real journey Ooh. of self-discovery yeah, yeah. from, yeah, yeah. Preach. <laughs> from, like, <laughs> from yeah. like when I was like from from like for my whole life <laughs> yeah. now I think about it but like I think particularly when I was in college because mm. that's when I hit a rut when I didn't know what I wanted to do I thought I wanted to be a doctor I mean my parents wanted to be a doctor whatever yeah. and then that that didn't happen um, I done a work experience in a GP Mm. And I said, yeah, this, this ain't for me. <laughs> this ain't for me, man. Yeah. And then I come out of that and I'm just like, shit, man, what am I going to do with my life? And I'm yeah. just, even, I feel like my world, I'm like 16, 17, but I feel like my world's crumbling in. What am I doing with myself? Time pressure. I got so a, I need to do something. Yeah, I need to apply yeah. for uni. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, but it's only through like his experience. I read a couple of books and I learned a couple of things. And I realized, okay, actually, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm learning a bit about myself and, starting to discover learn about myself and yep. through doing that yeah. then you sort of discover what your why is and then that's yeah. what pushes you forward but it's a journey though you've got to go on yeah it's a tough journey but yeah. I think once you kind of like you said like self-discovery that that is it because we do a lot of like self-development between myself and Naomi like um you know we read books and we listen to things and we just know that anything worth having you have to de- develop yourself like you're not the same person that you were when you were in college you know what I mean you're you've grown through experiences through you know through failing as well and I think that's one thing that we wanted to make very transparent in the podcast is that we are still on a journey. We're still trying to make it to where we want to be. And this is basically documenting that journey as well as kind of giving the knowledge as well. So, you know, having that self-development, it's 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 going to be an ongoing process, I feel like, for a very long time because at different stages of your life, you learn different things. You know, like when you're in college, you're, yeah, you're kind of figuring out, what do I want to do when I get to my 20s? But then... Like, I think for me as well, because I have a daughter, she's almost 13. So I've said to her already, I've like, I'm saying to her, listen, just do as many things as you want to do. Like, try everything until you find that thing that you actually wake up in the morning and say, I want to do this. I want to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. But don't expect to have it all figured out when you get to 16. You know, when you finish school, if you don't have it figured out, it's fine. Let's experience life. Let's do things. You know what I mean? So I think self, self-discovery, self-development is so important in your journey to success. I think, I definitely think Naomi would agree with that one. <laughs> I definitely agree. In my Instagram bio is self-mastery because it's self-discovery for me and mastering yourself as well in terms of, we're all human beings. We all have emotions. We spoke about how we all have bad days. How do you overcome those bad days? Mm. So by mastering yourself, you have to master your emotions. You have to know how to control yourself and control your emotions. Mm-hmm. And people... Well, it's not as easy as it sounds. No. <laughs> like, quite frankly, it's not. We all, uh, we all at some point have been controlled by our emotions rather than us controlling our emotions. When we always think that as human beings, we are in control of what we do, we, we're not. There are so many times where someone will say, oh, they've seen black or in like really serious cases, like there have been like incidents where people don't even recall like when they've done something really bad. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's really important as... um people that want to be successful that yes we discover ourselves and also master ourselves mm. so that we can get what we want out of life rather than taking what life gives us yeah 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 100%. How, how do you manage your time <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think for me personally because my my work schedule is quite routine like i kind of know what days well in a month hopefully i know what i'm going to do each day um 
I just try my best to find the time to prioritize what is more important or what's like what needs to come first. So obviously the parent side of me is always going to come first because that is something that I have to do. Um, but the older my daughter's getting, it's it's getting a lot easier. She's been there throughout my journey. Like Naomi knows from from the jump, she's been there throughout yeah. the journey. We started um, doing our network marketing in lockdown. Um, well, just I started just before not lockdown. You started just around lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, just before. Yeah, so we started in that time. So I spent a lot of time in the house, of course. Like my daughter watched what I was doing. At that point, I think I had a lot more. I was able to manage my time a lot more because I didn't have much to do. But now progressing with like my actual career and also trying to be a parent I think it's just important to prioritize what comes first and I wouldn't say there's a balance because sometimes something's gonna overtake something maybe for a few months you know there's times that I've had to say to my daughter listen I'm gonna be home late every single day this week it's not because I don't want to spend time with you, but it's because I just need to get this done and then once this is done we're gonna have all the time to do this and this so it's just about making sure that certain things are a priority and getting it done and not trying to do too much. Like I always say to Naomi, whenever we're on the phone, I always say, I need to write this down because if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget. So I always say, (laughs) let me just write this down because otherwise I'm going to forget. And then for me personally, I only, I try and do three things in a day. If I can get those three things done, then at least I know, all right, that's done. Everything else is a bonus. I don't try and overdo too much because I think sometimes we think we've got too much time <laughs> when we don't <laughs> and we're thinking, yeah I can do this I can do that I can get it done yeah same same next thing you know you're like to-do list full of 20 things that you haven't done so I just focus on three things a day so I kind of plan it my morning my afternoon my evening let me get one thing done in the morning one thing done in the afternoon one thing done in the evening I I'm trying my best I'm working on not over what's the word like kind of taking on too much yeah yeah because yeah. I tend to do that a lot like I think I can do everything like we think we're super women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think we're, we're, we're oh, like I'll superheroes. Have time to do that. Yeah, 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 I can yeah, get that, that done. But yeah, the time, the time it's really not realistic. Goes. Let's be That's, realistic. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Yeah, it's like, because I think with me or with people in general, so you like, I'll put together like the maddest to do list. Yeah. You know? And then I think it's like, when you look at it, it's, so you, it's like paralysis even because now it's too much yeah. Yeah. you don't even know where to start analysis look, paralysis yeah you don't even know where to start so instead <laughs> yeah, you just go on you go what's that on Netflix Is that, I'm going to come back to that stress like, you just, it puts yep. but then I, I like that though because something I try to do mm. like, I've, I've even got I've got one like long hour to do list yeah, mm. just things I need to get done but I didn't have, it was on my laptop, so on my notes section. I just put that aside and I open up another to-do list with things I need to do today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I don't, so I don't look at the big one because when you look at that, it just... Now, do you know what? Yeah. I look at my life, I have a life to-do list in yeah, my same. notes in my phone. Yeah. It's like, when I say it's long, because it's got some things in it that I know that I can't do right now if I even wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a really long list. But there, we both read a book called The One Thing. Yes. And The One Thing... Oh, yeah, I've got that one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's the, what's one, the thing one thing that thing? I can do right now that makes everything else easier or unnecessary mm-hmm. for me I don't have like uh for me there's certain things that I have to do every day I need to look at the charts and I need to trade and so that I can be a trader because that's what I want to be I need to work because I need to eat and I need to make money <laughs> mm-hmm. and I need to eat because I like food so <laughs> those are the three things that I need to get done every day everything else is is not necessary like yeah. and on a serious note that's how I live my life now I had to stop doing all I used to be like oh these are the things that I want to do every day especially when we was in network marketing it's oh, like yeah. oh I need to do this this that that and that and it's it's for me like yeah I was getting it done but it's like it's that whole thing of it being overwhelming and it becomes stressful and like you're taking on too many things and my thing is 
my personality doesn't allow me to not get it done. So I am going to get it done. So then I'm just going to be not sleeping and I'm going to be tired and then all of that mm. kind of stuff. So now I stream, I strip everything back. If it's not necessary, I'm not doing it. Mm. Even in terms of um, like going out with friends and stuff, if I, if I don't feel like it and I haven't booked it in, I'm not going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used Straight to be up. that person that used to be like, oh, but I, I'm not going to lie. I used to be like a massive people pleaser. And I'd be like, oh, no, I feel bad. I want to go. You, know, you, yeah. get that, you get that last minute call. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, don't not even bother my phone. I'm not coming. I need it scheduled now. Oh, 100%. I, need, I need it scheduled or I'm probably not coming. Unless I'm like in a, if summertime, don't get me wrong, it's a completely different story. Oh, I'm yeah. outside. Sometimes we're out. But winter, <laughs> um, if it's not scheduled, I'm literally not doing it. Yeah, and yeah. that includes work. Like if, if, if someone at my workplace asked me to do something, um, like a request from someone, like when do you when do you need it done by? If it's not immediately, okay, yeah, that's fine. I will do that next week, um, and I'll get that to you by next week Friday. Mm, simple. Yeah. There's yes. no, nothing is immediate. Everyone everyone always says that they need something done urgently, but what is you have to just decide what's actually urgent what's, and what's, what's urgent? not. Yeah. Exactly. Is, is it saving a life? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> then it can wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I've. I think that's helped me reduce the amount of things I have to do and then because of that I don't that's why I say I feel like I'm I'm just quite organized and I always feel like I have time like planning a podcast is easy for me because as far as I'm concerned I don't have nothing to do in the evening apart from trade Mm. anything else that comes that comes up is yeah do you know what I mean but Mm. it's not a priority the podcast is my priority so if a podcast mm. comes up like we need to do it's going to take over whatever else I had with the podcast there's extra stuff that goes into it though yeah so, yeah, so the editing the editing. video like all of that kind so of stuff you, so I've had to yourself. learn yeah I've had to yeah. learn how to edit stuff it's not my area of expertise <laughs> she's very good at it it's like if you watch my videos she's very good at it like, but yeah. it's like having to like how do I put that time in because sometimes especially when I first started it would take me like three days to edit one video like mm. one hour I don't know how to do it it's taken me that long but mm. I've had to find the time so like again I've had to now switch up my day I'm no longer trading in the afternoon I've had to trade in the London session in the morning now because I I need to work and make money in the afternoon and then in the evening I need to spend all of my evening doing this video editing (laughs) for this whole time (laughs) but again what did I say what are my three things that I need to do trade work and eat but then what am I going to eat if I'm working and doing all this video editing so for like a couple of weeks I was bulk cooking which I don't like to do because I like to eat different things every day um these days Um, but um I enjoy cooking as well and I enjoy eating so I it's something I enjoy to do in the evening but I had to not do that for a week because I had to bulk cook and make sure I could just literally heat up food and eat because I actually need to edit this video Mm. (laughs) and there's nobody else that's going to do it for me so I just need to do it it's just more of that thing of what is the priority and again even with work it's like well, I don't know. Some people feel differently about their jobs. But my thing is, as long as my work is done and it's no longer working time, I'm not here for you. I've got other stuff oh, to do. Of course. Like, yeah, of course. don't call me after hours like, and start yeah, telling me to do things, please. I've got actually other stuff to do. And, yeah. and I make it very clear to let my employers know like what's going on in my life and what my priorities are as well. I don't have children and I find a lot of... Um, workplaces and general actually I don't think it's a lot of workplaces I just think people in general tend to think that if you have a child um then obviously which is is true then that's really important and so if anything happens with your child then you should be able to leave your workplace but I make it mm. equally important with my employers that they know if something happens with my business I'm going yeah <laughs> like 100%. I need you to understand that this is as your baby as <laughs> literally so like yeah I've had really good work 
relationships, some not so good actually, but with managers where I've been like, yeah, this is what I do outside of work. This is what's the priority for me. There, are, I can't stay late on certain days because I have to go to the studio. And then I've been worked in places where I've had that conversation and they've been like, no. <laughs> and then I've had to be like, okay, well, in my mind, okay, I'm going to have to figure out what I need to do next because this isn't going to work for me. Yeah, I like that. That's how I good because mm. a lot of workplaces, yeah, they ain't going to be happy. A lot, mm. a lot of workplaces, depending on where you're working, they don't even want you to be doing stuff outside of work. Yeah, you, work, you, know, you have to be careful. Yeah, 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 yeah that's be, true. You got to be careful, like, because mm-hmm. they want your some people life even have it in work. your contract that you can't do work other places. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. not yeah. work other places that you can't do certain activities outside of work. So you got to get like written permission, that yeah. kind of thing, in order to do certain things, like technically I was supposed to do that with my podcast and we ended up doing it just because issues <laughs> <laughs> and stuff uh, but then I've never had that conversation where I've gone to t- tell someone like uh, if so happens my business I'm off I don't know if I have a job to come back to like, yeah that's, that. that's the thing but I think it's the risk that you have to take as well like I think for me and Naomi we knew that when we started this podcast there were going to be sacrifices with our jobs as well as our life like even for me now I'm quite like I've been in my job for a little while now where I can have that conversation with my, you know, with my manager and say, listen, I've got to be out at this time because I've got a recording. And again, we both live far from where we record. So we need to make the time to travel. Like we might have issues. Like there's been times that we haven't gotten there till late because we've got transport issues or whatever the case may be. But just being able to have that understanding with where we're at, it makes it easier for us. But then it also means that in like for me in turn, I'm not trying to work my whole life in it. Like I'm trying to do what I can do, but then I enjoy trading just like Naomi, but I want to make that something that is my income. Like I don't want to have to go to work. So for me personally, like having a job where I can say, listen, I need to leave. I need to do this. I need to do that. I'm going to hold on to that for now because I know that that it's allowing me to do what it is that I I want to do with the podcast. You know, even like what we said earlier, like we need to make that time for it on different days, like weekends. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to be out and about doing things. Like if I can wake up early and do a do a session and then at least have the rest of my weekend, the rest of my day, I feel good because at least I know I've got that done. Do you know what I mean? Like I enjoy doing the podcast a lot. Like I really do enjoy it. I enjoy the, the moments that we have and, you know, having the people there and everything. But yeah, it takes a lot of sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sacrifice with it, but. I mean, yeah. The pod- pod- podcast has been one of the most rewarding things I've done. Like, yeah. I, I bloody love it, man. When you talk yeah. to, when you get them like interesting people on, we had someone on um, this morning when I was recording and it was like one of the most amazing conversations we've had. And I'm like, sick, man. This is why, this is why we're doing it. Love and that. I love it. It's then something, it's like, it's the, for me, the struggle I've had is the balancing act between, because I don't want to lose that love for it. You know mm. what I'm saying? And then, but when it's the work, around because people will see the podcast and get a lot of praise for the podcast yeah but they don't, they don't know what how goes much into it time went into the, that the, one episode one, exactly <laughs> that one hour episode yeah yeah <laughs> they didn't see you fixing fixing cameras lights everything oh making sure everything goodness. is yeah they don't yeah. see, they don't see the, the research before they don't see the post afterwards yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the work that goes in before and after like yeah. you say yeah. like yeah 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 it's true you know yeah. So yeah. can I ask you a question? What yeah. made you want to do, obviously we wanted to do a podcast, but what made you want to do 100 Voices in particular? Uh, sorry, 1,000 Voices <laughs> in particular as your um, podcast? Because oh, I think the idea is, well, Tara obviously knows me very well, but you don't. But it's something that is, when I saw that, I was like, yes, wow, that's Thank you. sick. Like literally, that's it. Yeah. And it was Bishma. Shout out to Bishma. He yeah. Um, told yeah, me yeah. about you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "I know, like, there's this guy. He's got this podcast, and you'll love it." And when he showed me, I was like, "You're right." 
I do. Mm. Like, <laughs> day, like, what made you come up with the idea that you wanted to introduce a thousand black voices to yeah. the world to be heard? Like, that's, that's, I can tell you the long story, I can tell you the short story, but like, <laughs> where do I start? It's, it's not something, first of all, what I tell people is that it's not something that I thought about starting the next day. Mm-hmm. Far mm-hmm. from it, far from it. Mm. I had the idea back in 2017. Wow. The first time I ever met my wife, yeah. And this is when she just the first time I ever met her. I didn't know who she was. I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, I've got this idea to, to do this thing, you know? Yeah. And I just never done it for five years. I was sitting on it. I was procrastinating for so long hmm. and kept putting it off. I was like, you know, you want to make sure you get all your equipment and then you want to make sure that this and then COVID yeah. come. And I was like, oh, yeah. you know, now we got, I just kept putting it off. And then I realized after some time it was a fear of failure. That's what mm. it was. And I realized that because I read a book and the book would just kind of, Breaking it down. You know them books you read them, you're like, What book is it? Share with us. Um, yes, please. I can't show it with you because I forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name. I really, I really need to remember it. It's on my Kindle. But the guy, I don't want to misquote it. Because I think I might have the name, but I might be off. It yeah. might be a book called Range or The Range or something. But yeah. I, I might be, I might be covered off. Send it but, to us when you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy talks, he talks about where, like, because I was procrastinating. I'm trying to understand, where am I procrastinating? He talks about where it comes from and how it stems mm-hmm. from a fear of failure. Yeah. I think I'd never thought about that before. And he even talks about where that stems from, from a childhood yeah. lens. Yes. So is that, yes. that's it's deep. Like, it's yeah. not, it's that psychological. I'm like, it oh, is. Oh, it I'm is. Like, it's all in here, I'm you like, know. He's talking to the child, to the little Tevin, you know, like, yeah. like that's, that's where it's coming from. That's where it's coming from. And when, you know, like this power and realizing, because when I realized 100%. that, I'm telling you, when I, I think You're I read like, the book in, what? I read the book in December mm. and then the first episode came out in February. So mm. after after reading that, I just said, you know what, fuck it. Let's you get do this it. thing yeah. done. Let's do it. Uh, but there's so many things that like, inspired it, like personal stories, stories of friends, family. Like, I, I don't know what your, you guys, your experience was like growing up, but you know, it's like when you get like nonsense mm. stuff and whatever. Mm. Where I grew up, I grew up in East London. So mm. it was like diverse and whatever. It was always cool. I never experienced anything like that. When I first went to college, I went to college in Essex. Mm. First week in Essex, I had... Um, got called N-word twice. Mm. Oh, wow. Driving cars and shouting, all cowards. And Different environment, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Driving cars and shouting out their window. And then from then, just things here and there. And then that's just that. And then there's like overt forms of racism. Then you got some things where you're not 100, you know, like them, the microaggression type comments. Yeah. And, you know, like you can't put a finger on it. Or if you try and yeah. call it out, then they're going to say, it, no, it wasn't me. I didn't mean to say it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't meaning it and like that. You, you can look like, you look yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that's that. Then on top of that, I just think like the media isn't great. I nah. think that there's certain narratives that are disproportionately told. So that like, they're like, it's some people's narrative and I'm not shout. I, I, I never judge a man. I never, whatever. Some people through whatever, cause life and society and the political landscape is set up in a certain way for certain people to fail. And that's just yeah. how it is. It's a political choice. Yeah. And because of that, some people are living a certain life, but that particular narrative is told disproportionately. So everybody right. thinks everybody living like that. There's a lot of people that aren't living like that and a lot of yeah. people doing good stuff. And that was it. So I was like, cool. Uh, th- thousand, let's just get a thousand. I don't, I didn't think too much about name, you know? Yeah. I, th- I thought a hundred and I thought, mm, a hundred don't sound as good. Let's yeah. go with a thousand. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Great <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Um, and that, that was it. Then, yeah, man, like we've done 73, as of recording, I don't know when this is going to come out actually, but we've done 73 episodes so far and just about highlighting people who are doing good work across all sorts of different backgrounds. So, like people like, Bishma or fact community people had entrepreneurs, creatives, like mm. whatever. There's people come in and chat and they tell their stories. And that was yeah. it though. Just getting positive media out there. 
Too much nonsense out there. So much. Honestly, there is so much. And it's hard as well. Like, I think for the younger generation, like, this is why we need so much more positive influence for them because... I feel like nowadays there's so much more out there for young people to do that allow them to be themselves. So allow them to be creative or, you know, to just go into a field that maybe they didn't think they could get into or leave. Even for us, when we were younger, it might have been a bit harder to get into. But now I feel like there's a lot more opportunities for younger generations. So something like this, for them to listen to people that are actually, you know, doing something that they might enjoy and they're thinking, right, they've done it. And I think that's even for us, like that's, that's our aim as well with the podcast like, and with the events is for people to come and see we are just the ordinary two girls from South London that just decided to do something. Do you know what I mean? And if that's who we are, you can do it as well. Like it's not impossible. I think for me personally, anything I do, I want to make sure that people know it's possible. I, I don't. I don't shy away from anything. I don't believe I can't do anything. I can do anything I want. Like when I put my mind to something, I can do it. And I feel like that's really the narrative that I would love our podcast to kind of be about. Like anything that you want, it doesn't matter what background you've come from. It doesn't matter what you've experienced in your childhood. It doesn't matter who believes in you, who doesn't believe in you. Forget all of that. That's just all, it's all a narrative. But you always have the ability to change your narrative. You have the ability to change what people see of you. But also, I think even when we had um, we had a conversation with Bishmar on our podcast and we we're talking about, you know, how he impacts young people. And I feel like the younger generation, as long as they are getting a lot more positive influence, they are going to be able to do better things, you know, and, <laughs> and grow within their own kind of community and not worry about what someone's saying and mm. what someone's doing. So it's just all about positive influence. And I feel like that's what you are doing with a Thousand Voices. Oh, like, I think you, that's man. a really, it's, it's so amazing to... You're only 73 episodes in, you said. Yeah, so you got a lot more to go. <laughs> that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, I think more so for us, especially like Tara said, uh, so in our first season, like we mentioned, it was just us two. And then we started to bring on guests where we do something similar and we want to highlight people who are doing something good in their field or mm. have a business that they want to promote or like Tara said, they're doing something that they want to show. This is how you can do it too. Mm. Um, so I just think it's really, really exciting that you put a number on it. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. honest, I think it's really exciting that you put a number on it because it means that you, I know just from meeting you today that you're going to get to at least a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even it's not more. It's, exactly. Now it's not even a thousand voices. It's more just voices. Yeah. Because it's like once you hit, once you hit a thousand, it's just, you're going to keep going. But yeah. it's just like, I think it's so amazing that you put a number on it because it means that you will, you've got something to work towards. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they say that if you don't have a, um, when you they talk about goal setting, they say that you have to be specific, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to have something. If you, you could have just said, oh, I want to talk to as many voices as possible. Yeah. But how yeah. do you quantify that? How do you know when you've got there? Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important that you put a number on it. And I think that's really yeah. exciting. Can't Appreciate wait to see it. where Appreciate the journey goes. But yeah, I think what you do is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is really important to impact on the younger generation as well. I I don't know if you guys heard, but they're, um, in China, TikTok is very different different content wise educational stuff on tiktok yeah Mm -hmm. like content wise what is available to children and what is available to children in the rest of the world is so different that's why i think it's it's our responsibility they say it takes a village it's our responsibility as people to make sure that the younger generation have things that they can um look at and say oh actually that's going to help me move forward as opposed to like we have this 
the culture that we're in at the moment, we know like six year olds that know like uh, all of these, all like words to songs that they probably shouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we want to, so I think it's equally important that we create spaces where they can actually learn things that are going to benefit them in the long run. But it's not just us putting it out, it's also other people making sure that they're actually using the content and sharing it because I think yeah. one of the most important things like you said it wasn't until you realised what was holding you back that you were able to move forward yes. and like I said earlier a lot of the issues that people have is that they're not ready to face what's holding them back they're no. not ready to really look at themselves and be like oh it may not even be something uh, majorly traumatic. Some mm. people have major traumas that have made them the way that they are today. Yeah. And unless they can accept that, then they're not able to do that. Some people yeah. may have just had like a rough time in school. And I say that like not someone that got severely bullied. Like, everyone got bullied in secondary school, man. That was just the way the school went. <laughs> <laughs> but some people may have taken that and it may have really affected their self-esteem. They may have had low self-esteem mm. and they could be in a job today where they hate, mm. but they feel like they don't have the confidence, they don't have the ability, they don't have the skills to move on to another job. But until they're able to look at themselves and be like, you know what, that's actually not true, and accept the truth of what is actually holding them back, then we're not able to move forward. So I think mm. it's also important that we share that it is psychological and we'd have to start looking inward before we can look outward to move forward. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody goes through that journey. I guess not, every, yeah. not everybody realises that you even have to go through it. Not everybody but even realizes there's an issue. Some, yeah. of, some of you just might yeah. think it like life is life, isn't it? That's life, it. Yeah. life be life in. Yeah. But it's that whole thing of like through. taking control, isn't it? If you want if you like we said, that passion, if you are focused on that passion, then you automatically take control of your life to get to that passion. But if you don't have a passion and you're just out here, then yeah, life is life in because what are you doing? Yeah. Nothing. Mm. You're just swaying from here. One of the things I listen to every day, I'm gonna talk about it again, Stranger yeah. Secret. Um, it talks about I listen to the Stranger Secret every day. It's a 35 minute audio by Our Nightingale. And it literally one of the things that it says, not by quote, but if you put a ship out into the um ocean with no crew no destination, what's going to happen to it? It's going to get shipwrecked. However, if you put out a crew on a ship, 99% of the, and it's got a set destination, 99.9% of the time it's going to reach it. It's the same thing with a human being. If we're out here just living day to day, you're just going to live day to day and you're never really going to get anywhere. You're just part of the rat race. You're just part of the wheel. If you have a goal of what you're working towards, then you are likely to actually get to that goal because you're, you're working towards it every day. You're making progress every day. So yeah. I think that's it's, something that's quite important. Reminds me of this book I read called Outwit in the Devil. Mm. <clears throat> so this guy, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I've heard, I've of, heard it. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so good, man. Like um, Napoleon, Napoleon Hill. So he wrote yeah. Think and Grow Rich, which is, yeah, which is more popular. <laughs> and someone, I think I read Think and Grow Rich and I met someone at an American event. He was like, he was telling me, throw that book away. He was like, read Outwit in the Devil is better. Yeah. I'm like, cool. And he sold it to me. Like when I read it, I got it, I read it book is mad and it, when you start talking it reminded me of that because in the book he talks about um drifting i think mm. is what he calls it and then setting into he calls he has the concept of drifting and the concept of hyp hypnotic rhythm mm. and then people who don't are not intentional about what they're doing will end up drifting and yes. then life takes them wherever life wants to take you you're not going where you want to go you're just going along with the flow yeah. and you get set into what he calls a hypnotic rhythm so mm. over time these you just sort of get set in stone and then as you get older you kind of just become who you are and becomes way more difficult to break out that rhythm. And it's so important to be intentional about what you're doing. So 100%. have an idea, have a vision, have a goal and work towards that. And I think it's so important to be able to do that. Mm. You know, not everybody does it. And I get it because I think life is, is tough. Like I get it. Life is tough, man. And um, I think when we're young, a lot of people, you're young and you know what children are like, like they're, they're, they're just, 
beautiful souls everyone they have imaginations and i want to do this i want to do that mm. blah, blah blah this that and then you get older and life hits you yeah and then you might face a couple knockbacks and after a while most people if you keep it real most people just knock back and end up just yeah just yeah. think through life and then, a few percentage of people that actually yeah and end up doing a thing a random career that they don't love that they mm. didn't but what see i find doing. is that it's a lot of people in our community as well it's always poor people it's normally black and ethnic minority people that you will just see in these like remedial lives mm. it's and I, mm. that's why i think i'm really passionate about making sure that we are aware of how we can move forward because i think it's amazing that there are so many people doing so many great things but what i find as well is that there are loads of people that watch it and they're like oh that's good for them i can't mm, do that I like they do genuinely that. don't believe that they can mm. that whole thing that you were mm. saying before about all oh, the belief it's just we have to i think encourage our community to believe in themselves as well and see that anything yeah. is possible it's so hard to believe if you haven't seen it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've, heard, I've heard that so many times yeah but it's, it's so real because yeah. I've experienced that myself. Yeah. I, I, I tell you, like, after college, when I was in college, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I felt like I, my life was crumbling in the world. <laughs> like, like. Yeah. But, like, it's only I read uh, Richard Branch's autobiography. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, this is mad. And obviously, he's a white man that grew up in the countryside. Yeah. So it's very different in that regard. But mm-hmm. I'm seeing aspects in his personality in myself. And mm-hmm. because I'm seeing things, I'm like, okay, if he can do it, so can I. Yeah. It's only because I came across him. I didn't read that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? And if you haven't, it's so difficult if you haven't seen. I've heard this so many times that there's someone else. There's um, another one I was talking to. And she's into, she, she's an engineer, mm-hmm. a black woman. And she's never, ever seen that. She didn't think she could ever do anything like that. But she heard a talk from another black woman who was an engineer. Mm. And that's how she started to believe, oh, wow, okay, I can do this. And she was in, maybe I think, uni or something like that. And then kind of done a bit of conversion, ended up going into engineering. But yeah. it's only because she saw someone else doing it that yeah. looked like her, sounded like her, and it became more real. And it's so difficult. If you haven't seen it, it's so difficult to fathom certain yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. You've got to see to believe. You have to, yeah. I feel like this is why I think being a parent as well, for me, is so important to show my daughter the journey of what I'm doing. Like she's seen me go through the struggle. She's seen me go through the hard times, but she's also seen the rewards of what I do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's been really important in shaping who she is because she's like almost a teenager now, but her mindset is very different to how someone else who maybe hasn't seen what she's seen. Like she's traveled a lot. Like she's, she's done a lot of different things. What I've made sure that she's done and seen so that when she does grow up, she's not you know, taken aback and thinking, oh my gosh, like, this is all new to me. Like, I literally will sit her down and I'll be like, this is how I make money. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no joke, like, she was trading with me in the lockdown. I taught her how to do things because I didn't think there was an age limit on how old she should be to learn how to do these things. It's something that, you know, we're learning as adults, but who's to say you can't learn it as a child? You know, I just wanted her to have a different type of mindset. And I think it all does come from your mindset when you want to do anything. You have to have that mind of, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it done. I don't know how I'm, I'm going to get there, but I'm going to try and, you know, manage my way through this journey and try and get to where I need mm. to be. But starting from that, like even the way the way she talks and the things that she says, I can tell like, you know, Yes, she's going to go through like the, the, the peer pressure and, you know, all the, the teenage, the things that you go through as a teenager, the things that you worry about. But I also know that she's going to come out of it a little bit stronger because I've taught her certain things. I've put things in place. I've made her read certain books that probably someone her age wouldn't really read or she doesn't know what she doesn't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to show her that 
anything that you want to do is possible. Anything that you put your mind to, you can do. It might not be the smoothest journey and it might not go right the first time. But then if you just keep trying, don't let things knock you back, you will get there. Like, I don't believe in that whole thing of, oh, if, you know, you've been through trauma and stuff, you know, you're going to pass it on to your kids and all of that kind of stuff. I have tried my very best to make sure she lives a life with no kind of lasting trauma. Obviously, we can't control what happens in life, but then it's about how you deal with it. So as long as you deal with it in a way that hopefully you're going to grow from it rather than, you know, like a lot of people will kind of keep it in and, you know, suppress it. And then it's just like, oh, my gosh, like we talk a lot in the house. I'm like, before bed, I'm like, sit down, tell me how your day. I don't even want to know how your day's been. How are you feeling? What's going on today? Have you had a good day? Have you had like, and I think that's good to do with, with anyone, even me and Naomi. Like, we'll have conversations. I'll be like, are you okay? Whenever we talk about business, we always ask each other, are we okay first? That's what we do. It's just the check-ins, just the little things, because life is gonna, life is gonna do, like, life be life in. Do you know what I mean? But as long as you have, like we were saying earlier, you know, like that support system or that, you know, you can say, all right, how are you? Are you okay? Right. Let's get down to business. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, just have that conversation. Communication is so, it's key whenever you want to do certain things like you have to be able to communicate effectively and it doesn't come easy for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? So it's just making sure that obviously going down this road of entrepreneurship, going down this road of doing what it is that you want to do. If you don't want to work like a nine to five or you don't want to work for someone for your life, you're going to have to go down that road of hard work and also effectively communicating. So I think that's a really important thing to kind of go with when you're going on this journey that makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah and you can give us some insight as you're you're married how do you manage your time in terms of managing your marriage and the stuff that you do outside of work as well because you're busy like with work you're busy doing the podcast you have to also make sure that you are the husband that you need to be how do you Mm. manage it all right um good question i did struggle with it before mm. because I'm just, just tired. If I keep it, I'm, I'm tired. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the train on the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tired. Yeah. Working a lot and tired. Um, and for me, because I feel like a lot of my best or some of the, when I'm having a really good time, it's like when I'm not worried about work or whatever, when I'm just, when we're just chilling mm. and just, like eating or watching a movie or whatever when you're there's nothing else in your mind isn't it? and I, those are some of the times that I love mm-hmm. but we don't always get it all yeah. the time because it's busy you know what I'm saying because we're trying to build as well and I know the kind of life that I want for us and we're trying to build and I guess at this point in this building phase it requires a level of we got to sacrifice and put in time but then you miss yeah. out on some certain things we're That's both it. young we want to mm-hmm. you know we want to travel we want to do this we want to enjoy it you know what I'm saying and it's tough that balancing act so, I mean what we try and do now so she's very much involved with what we do with thousand voices so it's like at least then we get to work on it together and mm. build together as mm. opposed to it being just myself and then i'm working till whatever time and then i'll come down at whatever time like hi whatever at least then we're you know we're doing more stuff together so for example, most times i'm here in the studio she's with me for mm. example um when i'm at home she'll be doing a lot of the editing work for example and i'll be doing so I think through that, although it's not like dedicated time together, at least we're, we're a bit together, more, yeah. you know what I'm saying, together. And then trying to be intentional as yeah. well, to spend some time. So what we do before we never stick, but now more recent times, we like scheduling date nights mm-hmm. once a month on top of that, then we'll try and 
wherever have like intentional time with each other on the weekend but there's always dating and that one you can't move so yes. don't, it don't matter it don't matter how busy you are yeah. they, it's, in, it's literally in the calendar we've got it in the calendar until next year oh <laughs> I love that <laughs> so it's in the calendar there's been times here we've both forgotten and then it'll oh be like God. the day before it'll be like, oh, it's date night tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> we got plans we got to find yeah. somewhere to eat whatever and then we'll get dressed up and go out to eat or whatever yeah. but it's in the calendar so yeah. it's there so it's, it's just happening yeah. it just yeah. has to happen yeah. It just, yeah. and that's what we try and do so it's a mixture of things and it's not the, I don't think it's perfect but at least we try like, mm. and make sure that we're working together and then we carve out some time outside of everything you know mm. what I'm saying to, to do stuff with each other yeah. How, I mean, how did you two? How do you two do it? Like, hey, I don't know because we enjoy life quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, like schedule is everything. You know, like from like Naomi said, there's certain things that I will just say no, I'm not doing it because it just my time just doesn't permit it. Like, um, like you said, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> I'm, I am actually like I'm tired. As in, I want to sleep. I'm not tired. That I just want to chill. Sometimes I just want to sleep. Like, even for me because I work weekends sometimes as well. So it's it's just trying to schedule like you said and trying to manage that time and prioritize because like I have you know quite a a big family in terms of like I've got godchildren I've got you know cousins people that I do want to spend time with but then also and I think that's something I learned when I started doing the network marketing um sacrifice you're gonna have to sacrifice certain things like whether it you know the people around you your loved ones understand it or not there is going to be some sacrifice and especially like, I don't know if this is something that you've experienced as well, but your your closest people to you sometimes are going to be the ones that don't get it, that don't understand why you're doing what you're doing or why I can't come to this birthday, but you you know my birthday falls around the same time every year. Yeah, I get that, but this time I can't come because I've got another commitment. And it's not because I don't love you, it's because I need to do this for me. And I think that's one thing that I've been working on a lot lately is making sure that I need to do things for me because if I'm good in myself, I can be good for everybody else. But if I'm not, then it's difficult for me to actually be the best person I can be to you, the best friend, the best, you know, sister, like mother, whatever the case may be. So I've sacrificed quite a few things in order for me to be where I'm at right now. Um, Like just making sure that I schedule the time. Like my daughter, of course, is my main priority. So I schedule, you know, similar to how you have date night, we have our mother-daughter days once a month. So I'm like, listen, what do you want to do? Plan it for the next few months. This is what we're going to do. And we make sure we get it done. That's something that is non-negotiable. It's it's do, it's doing. I think you just need to have those non-negotiable things that you say you're going to do with your loved one. And then everything else, you can kind of just schedule around it, if that makes sense. I don't know if that's something similar to what you do. Yeah, I think just making sure that you have that schedule and the non-negotiables. I think me and my boyfriend, we used to, to be fair, do like a set date night every month. But then... <laughs> Something is just, I don't even know what changed that. Maybe it was something to do with uh, network marketing. Yeah. I feel like network marketing changed a lot of our lives. Yeah. It just changed that. It did. Just never yeah, got yeah. But um, just making sure that, yeah, you have that time together where you can just chill. Like Tara said, that, yeah, there's sometimes where, like, I'm the opposite. I'm tired and I don't want to sleep. I just don't want to, I don't, I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm. I don't want, I don't want my phone to ring. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to pick up my phone. <laughs> I just want to be for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and just just exist here without anybody else's presence <laughs> um so yeah I think it's important to also make time for myself 
as a, and also so that I can make time for my loved ones. So I think it's I my priority is always me time because, like you said, I can I can't be good to anyone unless I'm my best self. So I I take a lot of me time. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. My me time is the thing that I I make sure I schedule in first. And then everything else comes after. So, yeah, I make sure that I have time with my friends and family and stuff. But hmm. I just think, yeah, once it's in the calendar, it's happening. Yeah. If it's not in the calendar. It's not happening. Probably not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't take them last minute requests anymore. Yeah. yeah. On the Before, day, call me up and be like, nah. And I always feel like we're older now. Well, yeah. friends, well, for me anyway, I'm older now. Like from my, I was saying um, this to my younger brother the other day and we was both crying. Um, <laughs> Because we grew up together, innit? He's only two years younger than me. And I have been raving since I was 13. Yay. I've been raving for years. Like, I don't care to go out on a weekend. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I could I could miss it. Yeah. I don't need to go out ever again, if I'm going to be honest. But I just like loud music. <laughs> <laughs> but there are certain things that I'm, I'm not going to do because I don't have the interest in it. But genuinely, if this was like, I don't know, 2014. Oh, yeah, I'm And outside. someone was like to me, if someone could call me at 9pm and be like, oh, I'm going to this party. Do you want to come out tonight? And I'll be like come on don't be stupid I'm there isn't it <laughs> <laughs> the priorities but are different my priorities yeah. are different yeah. now like I have like we mentioned I have so much other stuff to do I genuinely don't have time I don't have time to do that and like I said I've already streamlined my list so I know what is the priority that's going to get me to where I want to be you said that you know what you want your life to look like for yourself and your wife exactly mm-hmm. like we know what we want our life to look like now so I know exactly what I need to do to make that happen. And if it's not that, I actually don't care. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Even since 13. Yeah. I, I, like, like, I don't know how old I was. Maybe a bit, bit older. Maybe like 15 or something. Under 18, Rose, man. I used to live in, um, uh, like, near Wimbledon. And yeah. so it's near Kingston. And there was this club called The Works. Um, under 18, you, used to go, you could go there from 13 to 18. Sounds, or 13 to 17, technically. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's why I first used to rave. When we was 15, because one of, <laughs> someone, someone we knew, her, her dad owned this club. And then, I don't know why he let us go. Under <laughs> 18s. No, we weren't even under 18s. Yeah. We were just like 15. Yeah. <laughs> you were just trying. Yeah, you were just there. I don't, I don't know why he let us go. When I think back here, we were way too young to be, be there. there. Well, yeah. you were there. Well, now, I ain't even got energy right now. I hear like, that. I used to, like, be, go out and all that stuff. stuff. And mm. now, um, because it's time and that, man, and just, yeah, it's far and too much. Like, the energy is kind of... And it ruins your whole <laughs> next day. Like, for me personally, I actually quite like sleep. So if I'm going to go... Yeah, and it's just yeah. like... Oh, I, I, again, the priorities yeah. of the stuff that I want to do, I actually do want to do that other stuff. So I'd rather not go out, wake up in the morning and do the stuff that I want to do. So mm. Yeah. That's that's how I make yeah. sure... Can I ask you a question as well? Yeah. So, I mean, I know you mentioned that you, you work in sales. Like, is that something that, like, you did because you were good at or is it because you wanted to do it um not because i'm good at it it's the first sales job i've had oh really so uh i sort of fell into it if i keep okay. it real like I just yeah but I, I didn't want to get into sales so yeah. i fell into it but i do like it though i was i was it was in the company i'm working in. i was working in the as an analyst and then they were just a position to go into sales team i was like it paid more yeah <laughs> <laughs> That is it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, might all as well. Right. It's cool. I've been doing sales for two years now. So, but it's good though. Mm-hmm. I think it's a vital skill to have, like in this mm. this 
entrepreneurial world. Like, yeah. Yes. Always selling. Agreed. You're, selling yes. you're trying to get guests yeah. on. You're having to sell. Yes. When you're trying to put on your events, you're having to sell your concert. Yeah. You're, it's everything, man. Sell, sell, sell. So yeah. it's been good. It's been good, man. Like, um, I enjoy it, but it's not, it's not that I, I applied for it. <laughs> I wanted to, to get into sell. So that what is into. your, what's the future what's, for you yeah. then and the future for um, a thousand voices? Future, man. Future is like, changing the world man that's that's what we're working towards like i mean for a thousand voices we want to the overarching goal of a thousand voices is to get rid of all of these racial inequalities in the uk so you know like this like the wealth gaps yeah black mm-hmm. people generally speaking on average earn less than other ethnic groups within the uk then like educational attainment disproportionate sentencing all that kind of stuff we want to get rid of all that nonsense basically and that's what we're working towards with a thousand voices. And in the UK in particular, I was very specific about working with black British people because mm-hmm. I feel that there's a lot of emphasis on the US and other people. And, and don't get me wrong, of course, it's good. Today, but here, you know, it's the UK, we've got it's, this nuance. It's kind of different. You know, we've mm-hmm. got what we're, what we're dealing with over here. And I wanted it to be very targeted. So in the UK, that's what we're working towards. Personally, just same same kind of thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Man. It's like, well, I, don't, I don't know what form was here personally. Um, I don't know. In the future, we'll see what the future brings. But mm. I know what we're doing one thousand voices, and it's all about driving change and changing the world, man. Love that. What about you, lot? Business and banter. You saying probably um, <laughs> not change the world as such, but then I feel like for me personally, it's just really just being able to you know share what it is that we're going through, the highs, the lows, everything, and have people relate to it. You know, like we always say on our podcast, that like, you know, send us feedback, let us know. You know, are you doing something similar? Is there something that, you know, you kind of relate to with this? Because both myself and Naomi, like, we've we've done a lot of things. Like, throughout our, our lives already, we've done a lot of things. And I feel like, you know, we're still young. We've still got a lot more to, to give. But then I think the experiences that we've had and what we've gone through is shaping this experience as well. And it's allowing us to know, all right, yeah, everything's not going to go the right way. It might not go well at the beginning but then eventually things are going to get better and I think Mm. that's important because like we were saying like people don't realize how much hard work goes into these things like into the podcast into the live events into the the pre-planning the the weekly planning the editing all of that there's so much work that goes into it but it is rewarding at the end like I remember when we did our live event and I think me and Naomi didn't really actually take the time to appreciate we've actually planned a live event like between the two of us, because it is just the two of us. We do have shout out to Chloe because we do have help from, you know, our friends and people around us. Um, but really and truly, it is just us. And for us to be able, we sat there and we were just like, we've actually done it. Like this, we felt it was a proud moment. But then I think because you're so in the hard work, like you're, you're doing it, like you're, you're trying to get everything done, trying to get everything sorted. You're not really enjoying the process. And I think that's an important thing is to really enjoy the process. It's it's okay for things to not go the way you want them to go. But as long as you just keep going and keep pushing, it is going to work out for you. So with Business and Banter, like I think we've got a lot more collaborations coming up. We've got a lot more things that we want to do to interact with our audiences, like live events, like we've been speaking about different things that we want to do just to kind of just bring people closer to us so that they know, all right, I can reach out to them. Like we always say to people, reach out to us. Like we've got a lot of knowledge about different things. Like we want to do little things, little challenges just to kind of, you know, get people engaged with us. So for us really, it's just growing business and brand type as a brand, of course. And then also just making sure that someone, I don't care if it's one person, a hundred people, however many people, but just to impact people so that they feel like 
oh, actually, I can do this. Like, we had a really um, amazing guest on our show. I mean, everyone's been amazing, but we had one particular guest that reached out to us. She came to us because she... And, and at that time, we were thinking, how's she reaching out to us? We, we ain't even done anything. Do you know what I mean? You know, you're thinking to yourself, like, I ain't really done... We ain't really done that much. So how did she reach out to us? But she came on the show. And it's because she looked at our content. She'd watched our videos. And she was just like, I really want to come on and share my experiences. And... Um, Sometimes you don't think you're qualified because you're thinking, well, I ain't really got that many people following or I ain't got this, I ain't got that. But then there's actually people that watch your your podcast and watch your your videos or listen to your audios and they actually relate to it. So for you to actually then come and reach out to us, you know, for me, that's the most rewarding thing. Like, it's not really about anything else. It's just about the people that we can impact so that they then change their lives. So we've been able to change one person's Hopefully, we'll be able to eventually change ten, a hundred, a thousand. Do you know what I mean? Just it's just all a it's all a numbers game kind of thing, isn't it? But it's just the impact that we can give. If we can give the positive influence to people, and they're able to reach their own goals, or even at least start taking steps towards those goals, that's that's what I that's what I would love for business and banter to do for you know for our audience and the people that are watching. And for me, more so, it's create the community because yeah. I feel like no, everything that you just mentioned, none of it happens unless without support. Yes. Like there's loads of stuff like you saw, you said that you saw something in a book and it made you like Richard Branson's book and it made me mm. made you think, oh, I can do that. I know for a fact that I've read stuff and it's made me think that I can do that. But like I said, there are loads of people that they read stuff and they're like, oh, wow, that sounds amazing. But I wouldn't be able to do that. Mm. And for me, it's really about creating that community that's going to help those people and support those people to realise that actually you can. It's just about changing your mindset and changing how you look at the world and the things about you, around you. So that's what it is for me as well, just actually building a community where people can lean on each other because being in network marketing, that was one of the things that I saw in that environment, which I've never seen in any other. And I would like to recreate that, but not focused on selling something, just focused on helping people get to where they want to be. Mm. yeah I love that actually what you said like just creating a community um like like Naomi said when we did network marketing we were like a huge family like it was it was insane I've never been in anything like that and and I know there's always been like kind of a stigma around network marketing and you know some of you may know as a pyramid scheme yeah, yeah some <laughs> people may know as a pyramid scheme but it's actually called network marketing but actually and the thing is if you do it in the right way, with genuine intention, it can get you to where you want to be. It depends on, obviously, you know, what it is that you're doing, the brand, the business. But for me and Naomi, we've taken, we've actually been able to learn and develop a skill that is going to pay us for life. Do and I think I mean? it's less that. It's more so, like you said, it was, it was more... Yeah, we learned that skill, but that wasn't being part of the community. Mm. Being part of the community is how me and Tara became friends. There you go. Being part of the community is is how certain people were, be, were able to call on someone in the middle of the night and be like, oh my gosh, I need help. Do you have a plumber? Like, it was a place where, personally, I've never seen over 2,000 black people, mostly based in the UK, that would call on each other for the most randomest of things that would mm. meet up in the morning. We'd go on Zoom calls and we'll have like a half an hour, like a uh, ch- uh, check-in where somebody would give some positive words of affirmation. And then we may talk about what we've got planned for the day and then everyone will go off. I've never been in an environment personally where people have been able to get together and really push on the positive things. So I think it's, 
for me, really important to bring the community aspect out of it and help people see that we, it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child, but we're all children. Like, <laughs> let's be real. We're, like, we're actually all still children because me, I'm a big woman and I still feel like a child. Yeah. It takes a village for us to get where we want to be, whether it's literally reading it in a book, whether it's talking to someone on the phone, whether it's watching a video and seeing, oh, wow, I can actually do that. But it's making sure that we have those resources and that they are available because, like you said, there's a lot of... um there's also a lot of disproportionate information available. A lot of black people don't even realise what's available to them because they've never had the access to it. Mm. So it's just about, uh, for me, creating that community where we share our resources and pool our resources so that we have a greater understanding of what's available. And so we have more of a, um, more of a way to push forward or yeah. we have more likelihood of making it to where we want to be. Yeah, we don't want to be gatekeepers, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. We're not trying to be gatekeepers because I think there's too much gatekeeping out here in, in especially in our community as well, which is a shame. Like, I, if I have information that I can share and it's going to help someone else, why, why not? You know, like, I don't see why I should keep that to myself. Like, and that's the issue. Sometimes people don't want to share the, the thing, the information that can actually change someone else's life and for us with business and banter this is what we're doing we're putting information out there to help you change your life whether you want to take it or not is up to you but then I don't feel like it should be you know yes I'm not saying that people shouldn't get paid for what it is that they know but also at the same time I think there's a lot of free information and free knowledge and you know things that we can give people that will impact and help them like we're not we're not trying to be here to say oh you know like you have to you have to do x y and z to get where you need to be no this is the journey that we've gone on this is our experiences this is where we failed this is where we failed again yeah. but this is where we picked ourselves back up as well <laughs> do you know what i mean so it's like we're not afraid to say that we have not you know we've been through through things that have not obviously gone well we're not afraid to do that but what we want to do is we want to show how that has helped us to shape you know the the positive things that have happened so uh, I, I, I would never want to be kind of a gatekeeper of information that can help people. But then also at the same time, people need to appreciate there's information that's given to you for free. Use that. Take it. Run with it. There's so much free knowledge out there that people don't use, maybe because they don't know where to get it. And that's really for us, like the platform, Business and Banter can be that platform where you can get that free information, where you can come and build a community with us, come talk to us, you know, let's, let's learn off each other because some of the guests that we've had, you know, including people like yourself, like we're learning as well. Like this is not just all about what we've done and how we've, you know, kind of gone about life. We're learning from others as well. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Bishma, do you know what I mean? Like there's there's things that we wouldn't be doing if it wasn't for other people. Yeah. Like we said, like I don't think you can get anywhere on your own. And sometimes that's how we think. We think, oh, I don't need help. I don't need this. I don't need that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you ain't going to get anywhere on your own. Like, you can't do anything by yourself. I feel like if you think you can do it by yourself, you will only get to a certain level. But then if you start collaborating or, you know, just having conversations with different types of people, like, it doesn't even just have to be people in your field. It can be people that are doing anything. Like, we've learned so much from people that are doing completely different things from us, but then it's just that impact, you know what I mean? It's just that you know, growing that building. So yeah, like for me, I think that's the one thing in this community that we do too much is just hold on to information. Now I'm out here to tell you, listen, if you want to know how I made £10, I'll tell you how I made £10. If you want to know how I made £100, I'll tell you that. If you want to know how I got to where I am or do you know what I mean? Just little things, but but do something with it. Yeah. Like don't take the information and don't do anything. Do something with the information. Use it to better yourself, better your life. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I think that's, 
the aim really with business and banner for me as well. It's great, man. And yeah. like you said, the collaboration is very important. Yeah, I think yeah. A, lot, a lot of us, there's some stat, I've even forgotten the stat that I've heard a long time ago, but it's about like black founders in the UK. How many black founders are solo versus other ethnic groups? And basically black people, black founders, very disproportionately tend to start things by themselves. Yeah. Um, and then from that, you can also like infer that there probably there probably isn't as much knowledge sharing. Maybe isn't as much collaboration and stuff. Collaboration is key. And that's yeah. something I wanted to do a lot more of this year with mm. Thousand Voices because I think we've done a lot of stuff by ourselves, mm. which is cool. But like you're saying, there's only so much you can do by yourself. 100%. Collaborate, you'll go ten times faster. That's yeah. it. Ten times faster, man. So to collaborate with other people, there's a lot of people out here doing a lot of stuff and yeah. they have similar goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar things that we're working towards. Just come together, pull, man. That's yeah. it. Let's pull. Let's come together. Let's share knowledge. Just create together let's yeah. do what we got to do together and build together like you know that's what i'm saying it. and yeah i want to do yeah. a lot more of that and i think we 100%. we should as a community as a people just do a lot more of that man. It, man. <laughs> and build together you, you listen to a lot of like i i, I watch like kind of podcasts or listen to a lot of audios of you know black entrepreneurs maybe not so much in the uk but even just outside of the uk but when you hear their stories of how they first started it's always maybe situations like this one day I went on a podcast and then from there, now we're business partners. And do you know what I mean? It's always stories like that because I feel like things take off when it's unexpected. Like you don't expect to meet certain people in your life. Like I didn't think that I would meet Naomi and then we would end up starting a business together. When I met Naomi, it was purely because we were doing the network marketing together. Yeah, we had similar goals and things like that. But if again, if we didn't meet in that environment, we wouldn't realise how similar our goals were. And then we wouldn't eventually, you know, end up collaborating. And again, that's the same with business and banter. We speak to people and we're like, oh my gosh, we didn't realise how similar, like, you know, your kind of, your goals and what we want to do. Like, so I just feel like if you are meeting people out there, like, and you're collaborating with them, it's only going to grow your business. It's only going to grow your community. And it always just starts like, it's, it's the same as like, you know, they say like a, like a seed. It starts with a seed and then you water it, it grows. Yeah. It eventually mm. becomes a flower. It becomes, you know, you start to have people, like you said, like you can call on, like that you can say, listen, Naomi, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Or can you help me with this? Or do you know anyone that does this? The the portfolio of of people, of of the network that you would have, it's then going to help you to grow your business. It's then going to help you to develop yourself personally. So I just think if you're sitting there and doing something on your own and you're struggling, there might be someone that you don't even realise that is very close to you that could actually help you to do what it is that you want to do. You said it the other day, use your friends. Oh, yeah. I ain't going to lie. We've got friends that can do things, but sometimes you might not want to ask your friends because you're thinking, oh, like, I don't know if I want to ask them or, yeah. you know, or that's my friend. I've never really asked them for that kind of, you know, that to do that for me. We've got friends that do finance, marketing, um, you know, even when it comes to creative things like housing, all sorts. Why are we not asking them? Why are we not building together? You know, if we're friends, we should want to see each other win. We should want to see each other grow. Like we should want to be able to make money together. We're going to travel. Where's our money coming from? <laughs> Let's make some money together. Do you know what I mean? Let's get rich together so that we can do things together. And then we're all utilizing our skills as well. Do you know what I mean? So like, I think if you've got friends, you've got people around, like we shouldn't only just look to, you know, someone that's outside of that kind of our friendship circle or family or whatever. There's people around that are close, closer than we know that we can actually you know, learn from. So I think it's always a good idea to start looking within as well. Like, even if it's, 
that distant uncle that you don't really talk to, but you know, my uncle does, I don't know, he used to be a DJ back in the day. Let's, let's talk to him. So yeah, it's just about, I think, building contacts, creating that relationship, having good relationships with people is always going to be beneficial in your business. So yeah. 100%. Mm. 100%. Good stuff. Definitely. <laughs> All right. It's been so that was that we have covered a lot of stuff. I we have. <laughs> that, was, that was an episode. Yeah, we, we really, have, we it's have. been good. It's been enjoyable. Can I mm-hmm. ask Tevin, seeing as our initial episode, I mean, our initial conversation was about how we're managing our podcast alongside our jobs. Is there any advice that you would have given your like yourself before starting the podcast that you know now? Like, is there anything that you know now that you wish you had known before you started your podcast? Uh, probably the one thing I probably would have said is to be consistent and don't expect immediate results. Mm. Uh, Delayed gratitude. Probably would Delayed be the main thing. Cause love that. I thought, I, I thought, love yeah, that. I thought after five episodes, it'll be clear. What's happening? That's, that will be the main thing, I think. Like, yeah, have a plan and be consistent with it. Mm. Yeah. What about yourself? How about you, Tara? Oh, yeah. gosh. Um, I would say, um, I'll just say have a positive attitude. Like having a positive attitude towards what it is that you're doing. Um, like you said, kind of just don't expect it to always go the way you want it to go. And that's okay. It's not okay if you're being lazy about it. Yeah. But then it's okay if you are doing your best and you're trying day in day out the results will come like they will come but you like you said I think really and truly consistency is is the key thing being consistent being positive about it um and then just building your building your your skill building your clientele like just yeah I think just really just basically just building on your craft building on what it is that you're doing if something's not working figure out why that's not working do something that does work so yeah about you? I think for me, it's maintaining the willingness to learn. Mm. I think I, when I started podcasting, I didn't have high expectations. It was a conversation that we had and I was like, we're not going to have good views. Like, I don't think you understand what we're doing here. <laughs> and I'm like, no, yes, we are. Like, I'm, just, are. I'm, I'm very, I always say to Tara, like, she's optimistic and I'm optimistic because I know what I want out of life, but I'm also realistic. Yeah. So I had very, I think, realistic expectations in terms of what I um what the podcast would be like however I didn't have realistic expectations on what it would take in terms of video editing in terms of creating reels in terms of learning how to use different software in terms of doing all of this behind the scenes stuff that I didn't know you had to do with a podcast so it was just like maintaining that willingness to learn to um be able to pick up those skills to implement and I wish I'd known that before because I would have set aside a bit more time. Mm. <laughs> 100%. 100%. 100%. Been good, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you, you for so having much. us. Yeah, it's been you great, so much. man. Thank it's you. been amazing. More episodes. I'm excited yeah. for you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you uh, for having us, man. Thank you. We appreciate Thanks for coming it. down, people, as well, man. I appreciate you, too, as well. I hope that this is the first of many collabs with us. Yes. Yeah. I really enjoyed this, and I think that we can do some great work together. 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Cool. How do you, you. you guys outro your episodes? Like, subscribe, follow. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to you find us. It's business, business expanser everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Business music. expanser everywhere. Cool. Yeah. Business expanser 1000 voices. We're out. We out.